Thanks for listening to the Dr. Drew Podcast on Podcast One. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and maybe you have something interfering with happiness or you have high levels of anxiety. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line, not a helpline. It is professional therapy done online securely, broad range of expertise available, and available worldwide. You can log on anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely, thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to sit in the uncomfortable waiting room or have any weird face-to-face encounters. I have referred patients, I have referred family, and I've been very impressed with the professionals at BetterHelp. They're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read the testimonials at betterhelp.com slash reviews. Visit betterhelp.com slash drew, that is better H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people who've taken care of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp, they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. And the special offer for the Dr. Drew Podcast listeners, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Drew. Well, here we are on lockdown. How are you? It's Booker of the Perez Hilton Podcast with Chris Booker. We get it. We know you're bored. We're still doing shows. We're keeping you up to date with everything entertainment. A little bit of relief from everything that's going on in the world. You could get the show on Spotify. You could get it on your Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app. Whatever you do, download and subscribe and get the PHP, the Perez Hilton podcast with Chris Booker and everything that's entertainment will be covered. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Dr. Drew podcast. Uh, hey, check on uh, TikTok. I'm trying to produce more stuff over there at Dr. Drew and also uh, Instagram at Dr. Drew Pinsky and of course Dr. Drew TV, where I do a streaming show at least three days a week. And I interviewed these guys. They're the CEO of Trilogy Media Inc., trilogymedia.com, trilogy, T R I L O G Y. Is that right? Yeah. It is. Their mics aren't on, Gary. Uh, Ashton, Art, uh, you guys are well known out there in the, in the world of YouTube from scam busting. Is that about a way to describe your, your career? <laughs> Oh, there! No mic. Hold on a second. There you go. Checking. There we go. And one, 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 okay, one. You're okay. Oh, okay. Is that a decent way to describe you guys? Uh, that's one way you could do it. I could say. In 2016, <laughs> these guys took on the IRS robocall scammers and, and relentlessly called, pretending to be the IRS to obtain personal information for vulnerable people. They how'd you go after those guys? Well, it all started with a with a call because I was getting bombarded with those robocalls like everybody else, you know, getting the calls from whatever the fake Amazon, fake IRS, you know. So they now, kept, now it's uh, your student loans been forgiven, pretty much a car that's, warranty, that's anything. It's, it's an evolution, but yeah. yeah, I was getting like what ten twenty calls a day from the fake IRS saying I was going to be put in prison for the not paying my <laughs> the fake IRS. So I was like, you know what? I can use the do not call list, which doesn't work, or I not, or I can call them, or I can answer one of the calls and waste their time and try to use my whatever I do <laughs> in my personality to try to piss them off enough to where they'll stop calling and. Uh, Made a video that had him on the phone for like an hour. He made a bunch of terrorist threats, took responsibility for 9-11, and uh, went crazy, ranty, saying all the worst things in the world to me. And then the video went crazy viral. And four years later, now we're actually confronting scammers in person at their front doors. It, it, Knocking this, on the door. This has right. become a business. You have a career. A little bit, yeah. Were you guys together at that point? We actually, when the first 
call happened. Keep this thing right there. Yes. There you go. When the first uh, call happened, we, uh, we've been living together for five years, four or five years. And uh, yeah, we've already been producing together. We came to this town. Trilogy Media actually existed already as a production company. We just hadn't really found our identity yet or what direction we were going in. But we had always wanted to go into that digital space. And then this video just kind of launched us into scam baiting. Yeah, and it's, like, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, that's what we're going to ride this wave. Has anybody done a TV show off you guys? Seems like that would be a natural sort of... One of the working things on it. We're, we're working <laughs> yeah. on it, definitely. It's, uh, it's, it's catfish. It's, it's catfish. It's, it is catfish. Yeah. Absolutely. We've yeah. uh, had the pleasure of, with the growth of our channel and everything, to be able to give opportunities of pitching to different networks and a lot of people coming on board to help us. Good. Uh, a lot of good people around us, so the, the time will come for sure. Yeah, Gary, Chris was very excited that these guys are here, and, and so... If he has to ask, wants to ask any questions or anything, he's he's been lurking around. Yeah, he's uh, he he told me he was very excited. I think now he's into deep ACS show prep, so uh, uh, I don't okay. know if we'll see him. He'll be All in right. his hole for the next three hours. All right. All right. Trying All to prepare. Right. So the the I, I, I where should we go? Should we? You've just gotten back, I guess, from an in person bust in Florida. Tell us about we did. what happened. We did. Yeah, crazy. Well, uh, we definitely. When we created this show, Fraud Hunters, so we go and, you know, investigate and in person um, talking to these awesome people. <laughs> but Chicago and Florida, I think out of like 10, 15 episodes that we shot, that was the craziest one. Chicago, we got a um, gun pulled on, uh, pulled on us. And uh, Florida, we got... Um, Essentially, we were there to hmm. confront... Uh, a money mule right. who, that mean? whose job is to receive money in the United States uh, on under the guise of an Amazon refund scam. Any kind of typical refund scam is a term used a lot when they're basically pretending to be a different company or a big company. Uh, they receive money in the United States because it helps them to sell the scam. You know, if you can send money to a you know an agent, they'll say uh, who's local. It's a lot easier to sell for them than saying, "Hey, wire me money to Kenya or wire me money to India." So they use money mules that have real companies or real address in the states they receive cash or checks from the victims and then they launder them back to the call centers in india in this case so the florida guy was an interesting one because again we've confronted a million of these money mule scammers and sometimes we find that they don't even know what's going on the scammers have become so sophisticated with uh brainwashing these victims in the case of you know susan which we'll talk about was uh, an elderly woman but they make these people think that they're receiving money for legit reasons, and they actually end up using them as money mules unknowingly. But in this case, this guy, um, we walked up to his house, and he uh, was a little put off that we were there to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then when we started throwing the accusations of, hey, why, why, do, why is there a box here of fifteen grand? Come into your door under the name Ryan Benson, which is my scam baiting pseudonym. Ah. And uh, so he didn't he didn't force us into his home, but he very strongly coerced us to enter his home. In hindsight, we should not have, but we did, just because that's who we are. Well, probably the only <laughs> thing that is missing in this story that we have intel in India who told us, like, guys, this is 100% uh, money mule. So it's not like when you knock on the door, three options, uh, victim, money mule, or criminal itself, right? Boss who run this operation, who has LLC and do all these money laundry and uh, laundering and stuff. So we knew this guy been doing this. This address been on the radar for, for a five, long time, for five to seven years. What took you so long to get to him? Well, there's a there's a great deal of um, 
of preparation that goes into this because we can't just walk on the, into their door. So we have to do the whole scam baiting process, pretending right. to be a victim, pretend to fall for the scam, lead them to the point because they always want money. Do you, have, do you have to put in lots of money to the guy? Like, give we have to show the like. We will go to the bank. They will say like, okay, you have to send eight thousand dollars, right? They they need a tracking number, UPS, well, overnight delivery. So we'll take a picture of we'll cash. We'll take a picture in of a box, cash. Right. Put the cash away. Seal the box empty. Send it. Give them the tracking number that they're waiting for, and then we show up. Catch with a, a plane with a dummy package the following day overnight delivery knock on the door pretend to be you know fedex or whatever and be like hey they have a package delivery for so and so um and they're like yeah that's me and we get them to sign for it and then we're like oh so you know what's in this package and then we just start the questioning are, are you are you running a gopro or something the whole oh time? yeah we got we got a we have a google glasses so basically we have <laughs> we each have camera glasses we camera have a glasses, camera guy behind yes. us and then we'll have a gopro and uh getting kind of uh, one person shots. knocking on the door i will knock on the door ashton behind me and our camera guy in the bushes so everybody watching each other back right so i will do the confrontation i mean like simple stuff like, hey, are you so on so on? Can I see your driver license? Uh, and when he admits that he's expecting package, he will sign that fake paperwork. And then, and then we Ashton approach, approach who we are. Approach. Like, hey, by the way, this isn't real. Uh, you're expecting money from a victim. Uh, what gives? You know, what are you doing? And, but this this is a big dude. And he sees a camera coming at him, too. Well, and that's what the kicker was oh. here. He was not happy because he spotted the camera early on. He brought us into the into his house, and I made the mistake of saying, oh, hey, I have one more person with me. He's like, oh, yeah, I know. He can stay out there. And he's like, you better tell him to turn that camera off or I'm going to shoot all three of you. Oh. So he's- we're inside his house. He's not letting us leave. Our oh. camera guy's outside has no idea what's going on because oh. he can't hear what's going on he's only filming he has a baby girl three four years old and he's next like you know him. this is florida you know you we don't have gun laws like you do in california out there you, you know that to you? oh yes yeah and uh he sent a uh, kid up you know like go play with your yeah, with your said, brother go upstairs he's like, he's like, hey guys uh, come upstairs. on in he locked the door and he was like okay um what's going we, we on can, we cannot curse right on this podcast <laughs> yeah, you can curse you can curse oh, yeah he, he said all right so i'm gonna fucking start shooting this guy who's fucking in my windows right now like uh filming me and then i'm gonna do this and tall guy going to be the last one and we like we'd like you know being nice people we took the shoes off right walk into this camera apartment well, and he was like okay and the scariest part is where he's wearing his google glasses i had taken mine off but he was like closer to art than i am now if he had spotted the fact oh, that we man. were filming him while we were in his house he was thinking well he left our camera outside so he thought okay none of this is so he's making phone calls to his people trying to figure out how this all happened he thinks we're cops we never identified as cops but he's like why are there cops Do at my door who you're fucking with you send to my family he's getting to an, my house he's getting an arts face I'm like oh god please don't spot the camera please and don't I was spot like, the camera he, he's gonna shoot us oh my he's gonna <laughs> see it so anyways and then Ashton left you know to uh, talk to the um, uh, camera guy to warn so Connor. I'm one uh, one versus one face to face to this guy gigantic guy I can see the type of his protein what he's using in his <laughs> like everything my google glasses reads and he's like ex-military he told us that he was like I'm ex-military I'm gonna fuck you up you came to my house and right now that's it unless I'm gonna find out who sent you you guys not coming from this apartment alive. You in the Florida, and I'm going to start shooting you. And by the way, I'm going to go upstairs, and I'm going to start bringing my guns. And he said, by the way, not too recent or not too long ago, I actually did shoot somebody outside of my house. What he told us, I don't even know if that's true, but he was very open about the fact that he has killed people before outside of his home for other reasons. So you recorded all this. Absolutely. Absolutely we haven't yes. dropped this video yet. It so will drop. It, do you take it to the FBI? We, that leads to another conversation. Yeah. <laughs> we do have um, we have a, a number of different um, uh, people that we're working with 
the problem is pretty yeah we got approached federal they found us you know we're we're not cops we're not there to to arrest anyone we're not there to there to create entertaining video and we're there to ask questions that's what we tell like people are always like why didn't you why didn't why did you let them go I'm like I can't hold them there I'm there I'm uncovering what's going on I'm there to expose and ask questions why is this happening and see what they have to say for themselves you know so but yes we were reached out to by a couple of different federal agencies and you know the thing there is like what we're doing on the ground they can't really do because they have to get warrants they have to do this they have to do that so we're kind of just free guys and they we're not, skipping those legal steps when you need a warrant right, when you're at law enforcement and they made it very clear like you guys aren't working for us but if you want to send us any information you get doing what you're doing it would help us take this to a level that you can't reach uh. um, so we yeah we we do our work we supply it we go confront them we do and every can. single time when we have a scammer we have a dress when we go to you know East Coast Midwest whatever we go whatever we fly different city different state we will send to our law enforcement connection we will send the address to make sure the stuff that happened in Chicago when we, I'm, I was by myself almost got shot and I was like I don't want that will happen I just got married I was like it's not about me anymore <laughs> oh, that's why you don't want to get shot okay. yeah it is exactly so we will send address and they will run know, the address maybe his wife would be and, and, <laughs> and not to knock their job they just have limitations with government right. and so naturally they just work a lot slower than we do we we are scam baiting we're talking to scammers pretending to be victims over a couple of weeks we can get them to give us an address and well, then we're and, already there and i'm imagining you know? the scammers know the limitations of law enforcement and work around that exactly they'll use it to their advantage <laughs> and the problem we bless you problem we continuously run into is the fact that we aren't real victims we've had cops called on us several times doing this very thing but as soon as the cops show up we explain who we are what we're doing and they're on our side but they're like you're not a real victim there's no cash in this package and right. if there was 20 grand in the package we we could say something but right, right, there right. isn't and so well, are, are you worried that if you funnel it into law enforcement then you're gonna have a target on your back um we especially when we piss so many people and pissed off so many people and we shut down a couple call centers overseas i know a lot of people without bad people without jobs and without running that shady business. But again, having these friends higher level and it's all if you're gonna get a death death threat, anything we've been risk takers since we got we came to this town to be filmmakers and we've just always done things that were yeah. crazy and that's how this all started to begin with. So it just took a natural transition of us getting if to If you point. just sit at home and you do nothing, you know. It's just there's a gigantic distance between sitting at home and twiddling your thumbs and pissing off organized crime. <laughs> that's a fact. Yes, that's and I think that's what sets us apart. You know, the scam baiting community has become so big over the last three years, which is awesome. But everyone does it their way. And the and the one you'll find most often is where they're just behind the computer and linking up to the scammers via remote connection and, and deleting their files. And that's amazing work. And I have mad respect for people Absolutely. that know how to do that because I have no idea how to do that. But that's not who we are. We are more aggressive. We're more loud. And we're not everyone's cup of tea. Huh. But we definitely make noise. Do you have detractors out there? We have what? Detractors? People that think you shouldn't be doing what you're doing? Of course. I mean, who aren't criminals? Um, I mean, you know, they, they, yes, and they're not so direct with us because most of the bosses and the head guys are not even in the States. But I know there's a lot of people in India that don't like us right now. But, you know, go ahead. No, the beauty about all this, again, coming to this town being, you know, his passion, my passion is content creators, producers, directors, actors, um, you know. And stuff that happened, we, we created Trilogy Media in 2016, uh, the first viral, um, you know, YouTube 
become like by accident. But we united together from pranking, calling scammers, being like that online um, impractical jokers, and right now be who we are, filmmakers, documentaries, and serving, you know, like public, you know, the stuff that we're doing for uh, elderly people and people who are getting scammed. Um, victims. So you're, doing, you're doing God's work, right? Ultimately, you're helping people. Well, we love to help people. We'll I mean, that was people, never yes. something we even thought would be possible when we opened a production company. Right. But when we got into the scam baiting and realized this is a really important issue, and there's a lot of people, more than most people even realize, that are losing their whole life savings to these things. Oof. And they're changing every day, especially with COVID. Everything got crazier and more remote and more sinister, and it's just... Man, all these schemes you know, with the stimulus checks, with vaccination and everything... The deeper we went to this industry, the more we realized that this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. What's happening to the stimulus checks? Oh, oh. they'll just—it's it's just Gary, one make of, note. Oh, I don't want to hear this. Maybe we should record <laughs> it for him. Go ahead. They'll, they'll just—you uh, know—it it can take a million forms. But like, hey, you'll get an email. Hey, are you, you're entitled to you know so and so stimulus money based on your COVID? Send us your information, and we can get you on the list for the grant or the whatever it is. And then you send them their information, and then there there'll always be a processing fee, or there'll be some kind of what, a link you have to click on that'll give them access to your computer. I mean, it's it, it's there's so many variations. When of there it. is so desperation, when again every what happened last year when so many people without jobs and businesses closed and there is a person calling you pretending to be government yeah. and telling you I'm going to give you five grand right now Ugh. all you have to do give me a social security give me this and this and we have a couple elderly characters that we play and as soon one of us uh, I have this Zina Zinaida um, a Russian, Russian grandma. babushka grandma and Ashton is a Mortimer, Mortimer. <laughs> yeah. so as soon as they hear an old as voice they're like they, you know they, they, they jump on it like they jump on, on it. shit you know yeah because they know that the, the one of the truths of biology is we become more gullible as we age. That's really? Just a, it's just a biological fact. God. Well, yeah. and how much has changed with technology? A lot of the older people just don't aren't aware of what's possible. They're, and they're, scammers they, will use that. Correct. Right? They already have the gullibility factor coming online. And then there's all the technological advances that they don't understand mm-hmm. what, what they're interacting with. And with all the fear in the world, scammers love that. They love a pandemic or anything where everyone's freaked out about anything. And so they'll use that against whoever they can and – you know, they're not even worried about how how uh, how convincing it is. They'll send out billions of robocalls. If you get one percent of people answering it, they're still making a lot of money. Are, are there other kinds of scam you guys are looking into other than the robocall and call center kind of thing? It started with robocalls, but we've been doing a lot more lately with um, a lot of like the Nigerian scams, where are much more based on emails. So they'll send you an email promising you millions and millions of dollars, and it and it all on the surface sounds kind of crazy and stupid. And you're like, why would you believe that? Why would you contact these people? But the more we started to uncover, it's a crazy web. It's not just some guy in Nigeria scamming people. It's like him with money mules all over the states, um, millions of emails being sent out every day, hoping that one person or whatever reaches wow. out. And so it's. It's shifted you know. a lot. And again, speaking of different scams from Pop-Up, Amazon, Microsoft, it's uh, gift cards. It's go- going on and on and on. But right now, especially when uh, you cannot book tickets, right? Back in the days, like uh, last year, we cannot book tickets. So right now, airline scam is a big scam. And not only – this is what we found out. Not only elderly people getting scammed. Right now, when everybody for one year been sitting at home, so all these freaking criminals <laughs> when you misspell amazon just one letter yeah. it's gonna lead you to another website fake pretending website, you know. to fake websites shopping websites. scams, shopping yeah. scams. Employment, employment scams people just trying to find work you know Ugh. it's it, it takes so many different forms and uh roman scams. what's happening to, on tiktok I, I, people in california are worried about uh mail-in ballot scams because mm-hmm. they keep finding people or they have found people with gigantic caches of 
ballots. Mm-hmm. There we go. And I've, I've got a friend that's a journalist saying they're using it as a currency now. Oh, my gosh. And the, the gang members. The gang. Yeah. And now are a lot of the – are the gangs involved with this? Is it sort of a organized – to the extent that it exists in the states – from what we found, the organization seems to be rooted in different countries pertaining to the certain kind of scam that it is. Mm. Um, there are a lot the, – the, the robocall, large call center, fake Amazon, fake IRS seem, is very central to India. So we have a, all the bosses and you know we've, had, we've helped a, a, a number of ex-scammers that have wanted to get out because they're lied to when they get the jobs. So they are, they've sent us footage from inside and identities and stuff. So it's very organized – internationally, but they utilize companies and people and mules all over the states to help facilitate it. Last time I talked to you, we weren't talking about mules. Is that mm-hmm. is that something that's come to light more for you? Yeah. Over the last year and a half, mm-hmm. we have definitely made a transition in our content just with the growth of the channel, the growth of our resources, our time. Uh, we're very fortunate to have even been able to do this at all. We have an amazing following of people called our squad that support everything that we do, and it's made all this possible. And do you so. want people to go to the website or YouTube or both? Or Our home base is YouTube. Home you base know, is YouTube. Uh, that's and where that, you can find all of our content. YouTube. I mean, we're on all the socials, but yeah, YouTube.com slash Trilogy Media. You'll okay. find literally hundreds of videos of and this yeah, kind of stuff. Trilogy, T-R-I-L-O-G-Y? Yes. Not, not Me, Trilogy. So no, Trilogy. Trilogy. Like, yeah, no, Trilogy. <laughs> yeah, Trilogy like three. Uh, I mean, it, you're... I, I'm so glad you're doing it. I worry about you guys. Uh, so does my mom. But. I know. I, I want to hear about <laughs> Chicago because you dropped that one very lightly. And I was like, what the hell was that? But but before you do, sure. where'd you grow up? I was well, I was born in Westlake, but I grew up in uh, like Tahoe area of northern Nevada. And um, you came down here to do film. Came down here in 2010. I got out of uh, high school, did a couple years of college. It wasn't for me. Convinced my parents to support the move, and I drove down here with no money and just a truck full of nonsense. And what is wrong with your parents? <laughs> awesome, supportive parents. And yes. so, Art, judging by your accent, you grew up in Portland. Absolutely, right? absolutely, yeah. Glendale. Um, <laughs> my father. Uh, so I was born in uh, born in back in the days. It was Soviet Union. Um, I was born in Siberia back in the days. My my father was in military, so they sent all these um, navy air forces all the way to Siberia and just build the new you know new town, whatever. So my mom followed him, and that's where I was born in 1984. What's the name of the town? Just because I'm sure it's going to sound. Uh, Bam Taksimo Pasiolok Taksimo Taksimo. That's long. It's it's yeah. What's, what was the bomb part? Kept, kept getting longer. Bomb a Baikala Murska Magistral. Oh my! It's uh, again back in the days. Those bastards Russians probably want to be closer to um, you know to America and go to that sure, side. Sure, of course. Cold War. But, but yeah, of course. That makes perfect sense. But, but those bastard Russians. Uh, don't you mean the Soviets? Aren't you Soviets. Russian? Yeah, that's right. Soviets. Aren't you a Russian? Soviets. Absolutely. And and it's funny. You know, I have Russian heritage deep, and in I don't know. I'm just curious from personal reasons. I always grew up and I was told, oh, you're Russian, you're Russian, you're Russian. Turns out it was Ukrainian Belarusian. Belarusian. Why, why, why didn't they specify? Why did they call that <laughs> Russia? Because it wasn't Russia. They were they're really not. Ukrainian. Absolutely. Same, same stuff. I'm from it, Belarus. There are people from Ukraine, Russia. Is that just a Slovakia, Soviet thing right. where everything was washed over? Exactly. It was all washed over. It. It's yeah. like big Russian power yeah. empire. That's what I thought. And they were maybe afraid to sort of identify as Ukrainian or something because that implied separatism. Maybe yes, but right now from speaking, everybody knows where Russia is, what Russia, yeah. but when you go and say, hey, I'm from Moldova, hey, I'm from Belarus, I'm from Ukraine. Well, Ukraine is, you know, bigger country and, um, and stuff, but I think when you say Russia, everybody knows immediately. So I guess people using that. I, I, again, I'm talking about, you know, 40 and 50 years right. ago in this country, and I'm still, 
those people aren't around for me to ask them why did you why did you say Russia back then? You knew the difference. You weren't from Russia. You're from, <laughs> yeah, from Kiev Russia. or something. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay. And by the way, weren't happy with the Soviets, right? It wasn't like they were like, yes, I was part of the Soviet system. They were oh not happy. Yes, they're not happy, and especially like I came from um, sport background. I was a professional basketball player back in the days. So these, I remember when I got banned from my team by having two things in my locker room. First of all, I had uh, an American basketball player, not Soviet Union basketball player. That's supposed to be your role model. When, and, when, when year was this? I would say uh, 1996-97. Wow. Oh, absolutely. Because like in 1991, everything would happen. Yeah. The other republics, right, uh, like Latvia, Estonia, post-Soviet Union republics. Pulled out. Right, exactly. It was tran- uh, transitioned to 1994. Some of them, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, 1995-96. So people became independent. But it took them another 10 years to establish who we are, flag, national anthem, uh, culture, and being... Even Russia. Even Russia. Yeah, okay. Russia were fighting again, you know, like, who's going to be the president? Uh, right. Who's going to be access right now to the gas, to the oil? Right. So they, they were dealing with, you know, like, when you have, like, such big corruption on that high level. So you had an American basketball player, and what else? Basketball player? And in, in, you had an American basketball in your player in your locker, oh. and... It was uh, Michael Jordan, so you're not supposed to have um, different colors, you know. It's because he wow. was black. Wow. So I got banned for two weeks for two things. Wow. And they told me it was a whole meeting, and they said, you have to, if you want to be on this team, if you want to pursue uh, sports in, the, in our country, you have to re-evaluate, re-establish, rethink about your role models. Wow. And my understanding was at that period of transition, the sport teams were actually really important, right? They were sort of, they were sort of centralizing I, I, power or something. Or there was something going on with them, I remember. Clubs, the sport clubs. Yeah, sport clubs. Yeah. Again, it's a, such a, it's a 20 – it's still present day there is a tra- yeah, transaction. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. all your coaches from Soviet Union, all your coaches told me like you're the best. This is the best nation in the world. Yeah. Uh, everybody else, it's you know, like below you. you. You're a communist. You go. You kill it. You like – That's it. When did you leave? I, I started bouncing around. So I'm going um, – um, spent 10 years in Latvia. Uh, playing basketball uh, basketball over there. So um, I just was like one of those, like I left my home when I was 14 and just became, you know, like living this country, this country, traveling, basketball career. But I came from a Russian, Belarusian dramatic theater background. So I was in school. Theater. Theater, exactly. Uh. So uh, Stanislavski, Chekhov, Anton Pavlovich Chekhov. So that was like, I got discovered because for for this play, basketball player my ex-coach came with his family and i was the tallest skinniest dude oh. you know whatever i was Come playing play basketball yeah he came to me he was like you you cannot survive on this <laughs> you look what are you you want to be broken alcoholic oh my god be in russian theater because that's you know you that's cannot make money up. this is for your soul yeah. this is for yeah. so he he took me from basketball and then when at age 24 25 um surgeries injuries when that happened, and I was like, you know what? Let me go back to my roots. Theater. Yes, absolutely. Where, where, and where did you do that? Um, I got education in um, in Belarus, and then I moved to Russia. Got my master's degree over there. Where? Uh, Moscow, Moscow capital. And, and did you did you act professionally after that? Absolutely. Where? I did like eighteen, twenty where? TV shows. Where? <laughs> Moscow. But you th- but that TV. But did you do theater too? Because well, I did theater in 
Belarus. Okay. I see. So then I moved. St. Petersburg is a big theater thing too, oh right? My, yeah, absolutely. Crazy. Yeah. The ballet and the theater is like it's enormous. It's, it, yes, it is. Yeah. You, you say it with a smile because it, it is something to be proud of. I mean, that was – that is a – people don't quite realize how deep that history and, and culture is. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a big deal. I, it's I, a big deal. It's a big deal over there. I, I um, went to St. Petersburg once and I, I was blown – you've been over there? No. Can you go now? Yeah, yes. Now you can go? So it, it's, <laughs> can you you go need now? to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um, Saint Peter, I've never been to Moscow, but St. Petersburg was unbelievable. It, there's no other city in the world like it. It is absolutely, wow. and it was all set up by Peter the Great. He just he had this vision. He made all the aristocrats move with him, and they built their castles. And now it exists. Now Were it's a you Venice. in the summertime when it was Bele and Nochi, White Nights? When uh, during the night it's the same. Oh, uh, I think it was like June. It wasn't the long, long days. It was okay. like it was like ten o'clock. We'd get okay. kind of darkish, and but but it didn't matter to me because because there were the 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 rich. I you know <laughs> maybe you explain this to me. The the build they have just miles of buildings that are like Paris, like about eight mm-hmm. stories high, and it's clearly he fashioned it all after Versailles in Paris, and that's what he wanted. He did it, um, but there are miles of buildings. And I what are they doing in those buildings? I didn't see any commerce going on. I'm like, like are, that, are those all living environments? Is hundred percent living sort, environment? Okay, and there's sort of a downtown area near the port, right, with mm-hmm. sky rise, mm-hmm. and that's where the business is, I guess, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But you know. Let's let's put it this way. Everything is beautiful because it's a absolutely tourist, and this is culture. This is the yeah. soul of Russia, right? It's it's absolutely Saint Petersburg, um, Saint uh, Saint Petersburg. Yeah. The thing is, you walk on those streets. Uh, yeah. Everything looks amazing, yeah. fresh, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. But you go around the building, and you can see that. Well, that's what I was. That's what I was sort of feeling, and, and that's yes. why I was wondering, now, why, why, why not? Because of be, because of inspection. When uh, when government spends so much money, and you're supposed to build bridges, streets, um, you have to uh, paint the houses, yeah. you have to paint the you know theaters or whatever yeah. museums. They do that because the person, usually whoever you know, president, vice president, whoever Once. in politics, they will drive by. They see okay yeah, the yeah, money yeah. that's spent great yeah but those those money it was like half so, so as somebody who comes from a communist system I, did you have any thoughts on what was going on in Wuhan when they were locking everybody down and bricking people into did you did you how did you experience what did you think was going on there you, you, in Wuhan when the virus broke out Wuhan China which COVID. Is, mm-hmm. okay, right there the government's reaction was sort of extraordinary. Did you have any thoughts about what was going on there? Or were you just sort of observing it? Did you think, oh, I know what this is? <laughs> Again, living here for past 13 years, yeah. and um, I read Russian newspapers. I read, you know, watching sometimes uh, Russian televisions and stuff. I just getting sick and tired of politics and politics is so deep and again having that perspective until i moved to america i had absolutely you know different vision Mm -hmm. but my vision was different because i i kind of grew up in europe right i played in so many different countries Mm -hmm. and travel a lot and um tournaments and all this stuff but again my the thing is my dream my body was living in soviet union but my soul always been in america so Mm -hmm. i knew no matter what 
filmmaking, basketball, I want to play in the NBA, I want to come, you know, like to Los Angeles. So you saw the culture. So absolutely. Yeah. This is my, like, America was my soul. And yeah. finally, when my body united with my soul, I'm the happiest uh, person, you know, the happiest kid on earth, right, living well, in America. Well, this happy accident, this particular documentary <laughs> filmmaking And experience. I told my brother, he became my, you know, not blood-related brother, but I told him, I was like, look, people think about Russia, you know, gunsters. Are we, are we talking about Ashton, brother? This guy. Right. You're the brother <laughs> this, now. Oh. No, no, no. Oh, he, yeah. He's yeah. my brother, but not by not, not, not by blood. He's long before trilogy. Okay. But I told I told him I was like, look at this, f these politics, f these everything. What's going on? You American, I'm Russian. We became friends. Doesn't matter nothing about the skin color, nothing about the culture, nothing about what uh, presidents and country think about us. We're doing something. To help people. Yeah. Doesn't matter our religion, our culture. No, I think we're that's just, a, and, we're and the whole goal at the beginning was just entertainment. And that's well, what yeah, we're able to do you're, together. You're doing you know? what you want to do, too. Absolutely. And you're not allowing what's swirling Without around. Without what people and, telling us, and I should think, we be friends or not? I think we worked together so well, too, just from the get-go, because we're such different people with such vastly different does, upbringings. Does his you know? accent help you uh, when you're doing the face-to-face -face stuff? Uh, I'm just curious. Like to play it in my head and pretend like I am him? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, no. having a guy show up with a Russian accent adds a little bit oh, of Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, as far as the, the, the team guy? goes, he's yeah. a he's an amazing asset in that sense. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I imagine it pushed them back a little uh, yeah. bit. Even the guy with the gun in Florida. Yeah, they, they tend to talk a little more uh, when Art is the one, when you have a six-foot-four Russian yeah. who's in a bad mood at yeah. your front door. With a <laughs> you have to keep that switch when you can be nice and when it's, you know, somebody want to take advantage of he's you. He's the goofiest yeah. freaking Goomba you'll ever meet in your life I've, I've never met a russian that smiles and laughs and can be so freaking goofy but when it's time to do business or time to do what you got to do and establish your presence in this whatever is, is you're that doing, more ukrainian you know? belarus the happy happy do you think or, or russians i think that's just russian weasel here <laughs> as we call them you know what because russians I, russian real i mean ethnic russians are a little more <laughs> well and i can it's very easy to explain when you live in condition that weather when it's like in the wintertime, it's dark yeah. up to 2, 3 o'clock, right? Yeah. Everything is great. There is no sun. There is no money. People yeah. are poor. People fighting for. There is no opportunity. Lines. People are ready to eat each other, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like literally yeah. no opportunities. And then you come to America, to sunny California, and everybody is like with big smiles. How you doing? How's your day? Where and, you and came they, from? And also in Russia, to smile at somebody is sort of like, a, like weird. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah, it's just like, I cannot trust you. Right. But you <laughs> Ukraine, right. it's more south. Well, that's so what I'm saying. More, exactly. Ukraine and like is Crimea. Because I, I see, I'm seeing Ukrainians. I, I just they have more sun. I'm paying attention now because I'm my heritage is from there. Right. I've noticed they seem a little more like having a good time. They're, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. When you buy the ocean, you know, like when you have these beautiful weather, again, Odessa. It's called the Black Sea. The Black Sea. <laughs> that's right. Here. It's the ocean. It's a Black, Black Sea. Black Sea. Yes. But, I wish I could go back in time and meet you prior to I, the U.S. <laughs> days and compare to what <laughs> but, I know but, now. I want to go... <laughs> Well, with the stress of the last year, it's no wonder people are feeling uncomfortable anxiety. What if a few minutes was all it took to help your relationship with stress and anxiety and maybe transform your life for the better? That is the power of meditation with Headspace. That's right. Things are confusing enough. Meditation does not have to be. It is convenient dosing of meditation, mindfulness, sleep exercises to relieve stress, and it is one of the most science-backed meditation apps in the world, proving that medication works. A study proves in just two weeks, Headspace can reduce your stress by 14%. I'm particularly impressed with the one-minute meditations. It's surprising 
how little one-minute meditation experiences can really change sleep, stress, your mood, your outlook, your anxiety levels. Headspace is worth a try, everyone. Find some Headspace at headspace.com slash rue. Get one month free of their entire meditation library. This is the best Headspace offer available, so go to headspace.com slash drew today. One more time, that is headspace.com slash drew. Of course, AMCN, you've heard me talk about the fact that a you know, a, a medical emergency flight may not be covered, right? And if it is covered, there can, of course, be co-pays and deductibles. Oh, boy, it can get very expensive, even with comprehensive coverage. Protect your family and your finances with an Air MedCare Network membership. As a member, if an emergency arises, the expense of air medical transport is completely covered when flown by an AMCN provider. Membership costs as little as $85 a year and covers your entire household every day, even when you're away from home. That is just pennies a day. We all know that the unexpected can happen. An AMCN membership is protection no family should be without. For a limited time, as a Dr. Drew listener, you'll get up to a $50 e-gift card when you join. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash Dr. Drew. Bowl and Branch. Now, you know I like Bowl and Branch, but uh, talking to Susan, I've discovered that we are a Bowl and Branch family. That's all we have now is Bowl and Branch sheets. And to quote her, uh, I like the white. I'm I'm on the white. I'm just like the white Bowl and Branch. And so everywhere we have Bowl and Branch. And of course, little things can add up. And Bowl and Branch was started by a husband and wife team that wanted to create a textile company that cared about the details and that would make their products last. They have accomplished both, I assure you. They are they are the go-to sheets in our household. 100% organic cotton signature hemmed sheets, cloud weight, super soft, satin weave gets softer with every wash. That's right, they wear very well. It's the perfect balance of weight and breathability. Give your bed the White House treatment with sheets that three presidents have fallen in love with, and we know why. They're designed and manufactured for maximum comfort, and they stand behind their product with a 30-night worry-free guarantee if you are unsatisfied. And believe me, you will be satisfied. So to experience an entirely new standard of comfort, visit Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L and Branch.com. Get 15% off your first set of sheets with the promo code DREW, that is B-O-L-L and Branch, all spelled out, Bowl and Branch.com, promo code DREW. I want to go back again. We're going to talk about Chicago in a minute, but I want to go back again to Wuhan, China, because I'm just curious on what okay. your perception of what, because you live in a communist system, you said that the reason that so many things are done is to impress the upper management, the local Soviet guys Absolutely. that are above. I th- I'll turn over my cards and, and say I thought I was seeing something like that going on in Wuhan when the thing broke out because everything they did was not medical. It looked like it was saving face to me. And who would they have to save face to? Well, the world, certainly. But the local guy, Wuhan, is worrying about Xi Jinping. That's what he's worried right, about, right. Not, not Biden or me or you. No, absolutely He's not. worried about Xi Jinping and that guy you know, right. coming after him. Did it look like that to you at the time when they're bricking people into their apartments and rolling down the streets with chloride, you know, hydrochloride trucks? Weird shit that we'd never right. do medical. What situation. I saw on Russian television when everything happened, quarantine, right? Mm. Without permission, you cannot leave house. It in will, Russia. In Russia. Yeah. It will be cars driving with a big speaker. 
and saying <laughs> stay home. Like, <laughs> it's were they like were they like giant megaphones? Like megaphones. Uh, absolutely yes. Absolutely yes. I know it's hilarious. It sounds like the Three Stooges. <laughs> but they were the trying to uh, take cities under control, mm. threaten everybody. If you're going to leave your apartment without permission, without special beige ID number or whatever you need to go, um, you're going to get. You know, we're going to put you in prison. We're going to put you in jail. You have to pay money for this. It's going to be fine, Sheesh. right? So, but again, it's kind of one of those situations. They try to take everything under control, uh, but you have to scare your own citizens, you know? Hey, they did it here. Yeah. I can imagine in a, Soviet, in a communist system how bad it would get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, wasn't far off here. It was just done with a gentler touch. <laughs> um, so Chicago, Chicago. So oh, the, the beautiful Chicago. This was a scam. And everything started. Let's do the Chinatown first. Fill us in about Chinatown well, because we, well, we we went on a couple days. Well, to Chicago. We, we did go. We went to Chicago for two nights. Uh, we had two completely separate buses. The first one was in uh, in the Chinatown, uh, based on like a African Nigerian lottery scam. Are these of a, um, are these up now? Videos? You can yes, watch? yes, okay. these yes. are up. The one that you're talking about was a completely different kind of scam, though. It was we mentioned employment scams. So this is a scammer. We had actually already scam baited months prior uh, all remotely but then we revisited it and re-scam baited this same person because they were still out doing this Mm. Uh, we pretended to be a different victim got all the information so basically she's offering a position as a remote personal assistant so you apply for the job she has a whole form you fill out and everything and Mm. then she says okay I'm going to send you your first paycheck you know your paycheck comes and she's like okay it's going to be like $3,500 you keep $600 of it and then the rest is meant to be sent to a foster home as your first task as my assistant you're going to send it to this foster home address to uh, to get all the toys and stuff or whatever they need Uh, now knowing this scam already the check is fake so you deposit it you have an available balance temporarily in your bank Uh they want cash out uh. Uh, uh, or whatever remotely sent and then the check bounces and then you lost that money but we took it a step further and we're like okay no I can't send cash app how else can you take it I can mail you a check or I can mail you cash and she's like okay here's the address to the foster home it's in Chicago Illinois it's going to Ted Dino at this building we researched the building it's an apartment building yeah. uh, it's unit one the apartment one We it's just a full on apartment building in kind of a sketchy neighborhood so we're like, okay. I, I told her, I'm like, okay, I'll send the check uh, or cash. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was cash. But uh, cash. So, so yeah, we, we sent it overnight uh, delivery. FedEx gave him a tracking number, and then we flew to Chicago. Um, we had another bus that day before too, so we did two bus there. And we thought that Chinatown that's going to be the problem. We thought like, okay, going to Chinatown, going to you know these uh, famous neighborhood in Chicago. Uh, try to talk to, you know, uh, international people, knock on the door, see what's going to happen, probably going to get in trouble. And that was the easiest wife, husband, talk to us, wife trying, wife, she tried to cover for husband, but husband, he was like, hey, yes, I was taking percentage, yeah, I've been doing this, so anyways. He admitted to doing it, I just don't think he realized how deep of a bad situation he was in. He was sending money to China and from, it's just. So what did you do with him? Did you go, oh, I'm sorry, and he ended up doing it again anyway? Well, we, <laughs> so, we told him to not do it again. We sent all the information to our guys. To and, our uh, guys, yeah. So they the can video. investigate. And, and again, the good thing, again, we're not cops, so we can't prosecute. Yeah, but yeah, what we absolutely. can do is we can stop that funnel. A scammer overseas is using that funnel to steal money. Like, we're not the only ones that sent money to that address. So right. any other victim that has sent or is going to send money is no longer going to be able to because he's going to stop receiving it, which then creates more work for the actual head scammer. Which just chips away at their same their, as we you know, 
shutting down uh, UPS boxes. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, this one. So we showed up at his place and we actually went to the door twice. First as a group with our camera guy, Art, uh, first at the door and the guy answered the door. Another big guy. They're always big guys for some reason. (laughs) And it was (laughs) it was very weird because usually when somebody expecting package, right, it's like, hi, um, are you expecting um, package? Yes, I am. Uh, your name these? Yes, yes. So this time, we knock on the door. Did you open the door? Very suspicious looking at me. And he was like, yo, what's up? And I was like, well, like there just is Just a- open it like a crack. Yeah, like crack. Out, and I was like, it. hey, I'm looking for, te- uh, you know, Ted Dino. Is that you? No. Uh, do you know him? No. Uh, where can I find him? I don't know. Did I answer your question? No. And he closed the door. So we like kind of... So we left. But he buzzed us into the building. That but was he, the one yeah, thing. But he let us strange. in because he was expecting. So we got back in the car. We talked to our team and it was like... Really, we in Chicago, we flew across America, across uh, across the country to do this, and there is nothing. So it just started to trickle down the options here. It's like either he's either he's covering and he knows that we're there for him because he used his fake name of Ted Dino, or he's doing meth and he's going to be really violent. Exactly. Well, well, that, well. So we, oh. that's, that's meth behavior. We came to the to the not smartest conclusion of going back again. Oh. Uh, I and went this back. Time, start. Art, Art went back by himself, armed with only the uh, camera glasses. No backup. Nothing. Uh, call him 10 times. He's not buzzing me in, right? So I call the other neighbors. So I was like, hey, I have a delivery. Can you let me in? So they let me. I weasel myself into the building, <laughs> going to his apartment, second floor, knocking on a door, no answering, knocking on a door. And then you can hear, oh. right? When the gun getting, you know, loaded and stuff. And you see he opened wide open door. And you know, like when, when you drink by the bar. At the bar, right? Yeah. And somebody don't like you and you're like, hey, meet me behind the bar. We're ready to fight. You know that position when you like your hands? No, you're ma- like, males do almost this. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I do it three times they, a week. They, you know? they, yeah. By the way, they, they have a whole South Park about this where the guys are going out <laughs> in the parking lots fighting like this. Yeah, they, it, we become bigger. We expand ourselves. Right. Yeah. So he wide opened the door and like the first thing that I can smell, it's a – it's a – Weed factory in my face yeah. that smell like, yeah. Yeah. and this dude and I see big gun right next to his balls <laughs> and uh, sword behind him hanging on a wall right, and I was like, this is fucking drug dealer apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not happy, yeah. and he was like, what the fuck are you like? You know, why did you come here? You, um, my boys are on the way. My, I already called my boys. My crew is on the way. I told you, I don't know who is Ted Dino. If you have any problems, call police, FBI. What the fuck else do you need from me? And I was like, okay. And my Google glasses record everything, but my eyes is right next to his balls because that's where the weapon <laughs> is, right? So I talk into him with my glasses, but my eye line uh, is yeah. on his crotch. Yeah. And I was like, art. You have to talk to him like as a kid. He have to feel that you're not dangerous because yeah. I don't want to get shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything that comes out of my mouth has to be processed 69, sec- like 69 times a second. Make sure those words would not spike him to the behavior to, you know, yeah, to yeah. shot me. Yeah, yeah. And I talked through the whole process. I was like, listen, I know this is, you know, maybe it's not you. But why would these, why your address isn't, you know, listed on a... On a you start to confront him about the scam? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, so he I'm stayed going at the door. Hats off to <laughs> him. <laughs> Holy shit. Speaking Meanwhile, me and the camera guy are still outside because oh, we dude, made the you decision. You really are happy to be here. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> we are very happy to be here. So basically, 
I, I told him we're independent you know, filmmakers and we scam baiters. We flew from Los Angeles to here to find this you know, like foster this house. Guy, yeah. There is no foster house, but somehow packages coming to your house. And if there is weird packages coming to my house, I want to know why my address is on the dark market sold. Yeah. He was like, I don't give a fuck. It's not my problem. Okay. I'm not Ted Dino. Like I said, my crew is on, on, his, uh, on its way. And uh, what is your ID? Like, you know. So anyways, we talk and I was like, dude, what are we doing? Just don't do this and this is weird that you know anyways so i left right so after he let you go he let me Did go he calm down he was in the same defensive yeah, very yeah. defensive yeah, yeah. but you know like when there is a gun between two guys and that elephant in the room that every single time when you talk it all comes about is like how fast you can run or how fast yeah. like what yeah what what we're we gonna do do you have yeah. to tackle him because yeah. if you're gonna start running he can shoot you in the back yeah, yeah, so yeah. all this stuff so you keeping the balance of your val- um value of your speech right you're talking yeah. about the same subject yeah. but your mind is already okay uh you go up the rooftop uh yeah. the, the rooftop can be <laughs> yeah exactly it can be locked if you go down he can shoot you in it like okay yeah. maybe you need to jump and tackle him yeah and you know so all this stuff going through but anyways after that when we got in the car i was like brother let's we, get we're getting home like, first of all let's get the fuck out of here that's number one uh number two when we're getting home we're buying bulletproof vests oh yeah yeah and uh yeah that was that was that just another day so now you job. wear flak jackets well, the problem is the is problem we, that we is, run into is, it. Yeah, we very rarely we re- very rarely get local addresses. So with flying, you know, we we uh, we need some assistance finding out the laws of of you bulletproof wear, vests. You can't wear like. Can you imagine? Yeah, like you're going to LAX and you have like bulletproof vests in and the a box full of cameras in your luggage. You know, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Who cares? They, you really? Well, they're gonna? What, well, you know, they control whether or not you wear a bulletproof vest. That's crazy. We we just we're just finding a way to stay safe. To do to do this properly, uh, tell attorneys what's going on, law, law enforcement, and um, again. So, so one of the um, signs that my mental health was not good during COVID is I started watching religiously. And by the way, this is not what I'm going to talk about. What we do in the shadows is back. That's yes. a good thing. That's uh, a good thing. Also, I'd just like to tell our guests that you are not allowed to wear it, but you can take it as a carry-on. Carry-on? How about as under or the, the plane? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Aren't there restrictions in certain states, though, about what kind of caliber you can even have in your possession? Well, yes, but that would be under the purview of the state where you once you land. Right. The TSA only cares about you know what's going on in so the state you're. I will talk from. to you later Copy. about why you know all that, Gary. But anyway, <laughs> Copy that. hey, hey, hey! I, there, I definitely don't know anything about how much weed you can take through LAX. <laughs> I don't care how you know. I'm just glad you know. Thank you for that. So, yes. so I have started. I started watching me and my wife religiously. Ninety Day Fiance. And, Admittedly, me too. And, wife, and, yeah. and that's where I've encountered many Russians and Belarusians and Ukrainians. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. A lot of fucking beautiful, yeah. People. And, and but but what bothered me was the dating scams that people were falling for. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of those. There there was a, right. a lot of those stories. Right? Are you guys getting into that? Absolutely, absolutely yes. Because they sent that one dude. David was sending three hundred thousand dollars to the Ukraine. Okay, yeah. The, and then he the meets gr- a girl. But he met her. And that's her- not. That's a, He's not going to ever see her again. I, I know. Yeah. Was all but part he, of the scam. he will not. He will not let anyone's opinion, which I kind of respect, I, but it's kind no, of annoying. I, I understand. You know? but, but my point is, are you going after those? Yes, how we do you are. do that? Yes. Uh, we've been doing those for a while. We actually, that's probably the one we get the most requests for when people mm-hmm. reach out to us. They're like, I think Instagram, I'm being scammed Facebook, by someone anything. calling himself this. He's right. overseas. There's always a reason why. I, I'm in a bed. Um, it's usually the person's family members calling you. 
My mom is being scammed. Yes. My sister is being Mm -hmm. scammed. Yeah. Or was scammed. Can you help us get the money back? The Mm -hmm. person's never, they're still delusional. Yeah. That tends to happen. But he loves me. Yeah, they're, uh, we've, we're slowly uncovering all their methods. It, there's always We've found a lot of common excuses for why they won't video chat you or why they can't do this, and there'll always be a reason why they need money. We've even seen some so dumb that they'll go <laughs> to the extent, like, oh, we'll pretend to be like a woman love interest, go on a video chat, and they, like being in Africa, in this one case, it was like this 16, 17-year-old kid, uh, he, but he put his camera on a, a screen of a picture of an older guy, a good-looking guy, and tried to talk over the video <laughs> on the video chat with me to make it seem like he was talking and oh it was the most God. ridiculous thing i've ever seen wow. but that's the lengths they're going to uh to fool people and, and and for the short game just send me money i need help i need this i need that and then they never hear from him again really interesting did you ever dismantle those guys or are they all just private single entity? we bait them as long as we can we, we use ip trackers to find out exactly where they are Location. and compare to where they're saying that they are but the most beautiful um, thing is we expose the face because most we like, get their face and expose mm, their face yeah. all over the internet because we will get them on facetime and then we go on our ex of ridden rant of why they should stop doing what they're doing and usually we don't hear from them again so yeah. <laughs> and do any of them feel bad or do they just yell back at you dating scams i haven't found any remorseful ones yeah. uh, nope, but not the, yet. Uh, yeah. th- that's one that's how i could talk hours about this but there's a yeah the, the call centers in india um are the, the bosses of those call centers are literally scamming their own employees mm. and that's not to say all the scammer employees are innocent but there are a great deal of them that are tricked into being there and have no other option and are being blackmailed with Jeez. paid off police to stay there it's, it's really heartbreaking, honestly. Oh. So, Well, you're doing God's work. Thank you, Drew. So, uh, and you're getting to do the work you wanted to do, it's which is fun. making films. We want to so. make content, and we're so freaking lucky that we get to do this, especially during COVID. What's coming up for you guys? We're talking – actually, you just ask about if we have any shows. Um, Can we've you talk been, about it? Don't talk about it if you can't. Do you want – I, I well, feel some no, nervousness we're pitching, over here. We, we pitching, um, we created, you know, we have fraud hunters, we have scammed that we united with, um, that we team up with another uh, scam better, um, scam better. So we film a lot of episodes. We have a proof of content, proof of concept, concept. We yes. have a development deal. We're pitching to a million networks, networks that we would have only dreamed of being able to pitch to five, six years ago. Which I don't is really understand awesome. why TLC and uh, A and E are not taking. This I don't either. Immediately. Uh, you know what? We, we have pitched to A and E. We've pitched and, to many. Um, yes, but, and no, um, but. Uh, they're all interested. It's just, you know, it's just the it's a as, it's been, as it's been explained to us, it's just the politics of companies. It's what they're looking for. Have you gone to the platforms? Amazon or Netflix or anything? Um, Netflix we haven't gone to yet. We um, we have a couple documentary series we want to uh, also get out there, and we'll probably end up self-distributing if we can't. You already know, we're, we're gonna, already made? Already done? Um, one is made. One is made and being edited. One we're going to f- complete when we actually can travel to we're India. We're going to fly to India. Whenever about the, uh, this stuff? Yes. There are documentaries yes. about this stuff. Yes. 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 Yeah, we're going to go meet all of the ex-scammers that we've helped. I would think Amazon would take that in a millisecond. Yeah. yeah. Well, you would think so, but again, it's one of those – like me and Ashton being in this town over a decade yeah. and um, we always thought like you know what we're going to write we're going to do this and uh, we're going to go directly to Netflix and right now in the past when everybody was sitting at home and businesses were like the, the world is going down we went freaking gorilla we start knocking on doors uh, we we shot t- t- took it into our own hands t- took it into our hands it, and we like, got like you know. 15 episodes like catfish that you saw but we you know like our style and we again HBO Max, Discovery, like MTV, like any, you know, a big, 
All these what, networks, they know what, who we are. What feedback did you get? What's the resistance? They're not so much We're resistance. Just, they just have a lot of content, and as, as it's explained to us by lawyers our, our involved. production company, it's. Um, I know it's a it's a tricky thing with uh, getting you know releases and exposing releases. people. They worry about the liability. Uh, liability, of course, and the danger of going to the door, which you know we're already doing it, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, not doing it's done. It's already yeah, done. exactly. But uh, hmm. yeah, the time will come; it'll find its right home. But in the meantime, we're so glad that we have at least a following now that we can just put it out there. We don't have to wait and sit for someone else to. And that's how this all started to begin with. We came to this town wanting to produce and be actors, but we got just sick of waiting for people to find a place that we belong. We could just now be ourselves and do our thing, and everything is kind of falling into place. We got so. um, just just a little bit cherry on the top. Um, when you have script, right, and you're trying to go to a studio and and and, and try to convince them that it's going to be next Oscar winner, Emmy winner, or you're going to make money out of this movie, right? So me and Ashton, we will write, we will produce, we will go to these um, um, meetings with investors. And it was one meeting in Malibu. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, here we go. So we're coming, right? And the person who set up that meeting called me and said like, hey, listen, Art, just it's, it's a little bit, uh, okay. So th- th- this is the deal. The person is, we don't talk about politics, absolutely not on our uh, channel, but this is literally from our life. Person who going to meet with us is, I'm not going to say like Democrats or Republican, right? And I'm not going to identify who was that person, but they said, if you're not his vision, if you're not the same uh, party, he didn't want to invest in movies for Republicans. So Republicans don't invest in movies for if Democrats. You're, if you're in the opposite party, if you're from the opposite him, party, they don't even want to meet Don't you. show up in that meeting, right? So after going to these meetings, kissing so many asses, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm sick and tired. I don't want to kiss anybody ass. And I was like, you know what? We have to do something. Let's start our own thing. Yes. Don't these guys sound like somebody, Gary? <laughs> sound like Corolla. And we <laughs> open our own production company and we start YouTube channel and we st- start getting approached by production companies, Good. by studios. Well. And investors during uh, you, it will it will find its place. It Thank will find you. its way. It's time for everything. Congratulations! Good to see you guys in it's person. Likewise, in I'm person. So yeah. happy to be able yeah. to come yeah. and, and do this. And I I loved hearing your stories. You know where you came from, and we I didn't get all that last time. And it's it's yeah. it's very rich. It's a rich. Thing that there might even be something there, you know, his story particularly. Well, when it comes yeah. to scripted stuff, we've already started working yeah, on so stuff the, like the that. The basketball so. playing, Chekhov acting, mm-hmm. <laughs> St. Peter's risks it all to come. Theatrical. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, being in a, you know, going to Olympic school and being based on, you know, um, yeah. That's well, crazy. hopefully you guys come back soon and uh, wish you the back. best. Everyone should go to YouTube slash Trilogy Media and find it all there. You will not be sorry. Talk to you soon. Talk Thank to you soon. Thank you so for much. having us. Absolutely. We'll see you all next time. For calling times and topics, follow the show on Twitter at Dr. Drew Podcast. That's D-R-D-R-E-W Podcast. The music from today's episode can be found on the swinging sounds of the Dr. Drew Podcast, now available on iTunes. And while you're there, don't forget to rate the show. The Dr. Drew Podcast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana and Gary Smith. For more information, go to drdrew.com. All conversation and information exchanged during the participation in the Dr. Drew Podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes. Only. Do not confuse this with treatment or medical advice or direction. Nothing on these podcasts supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Although Dr. Drew is a licensed physician with specialty board certifications by the American Board of Internal Medicine and the American Board of Addiction Medicine, he is not functioning as a physician in this environment. The same applies to any professionals who may appear on the podcast or drdrew.com. Drew.com.